Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booz Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my co-host, Stephanie Blue and True Dancona. What's up, boo? This is me punching out the competition. Alrighty, off to a good start already. (laughs) What's good, baby girl? What is good? Everything is good is amazing. We don't usually talk about anything we're going to say during the show. You know, our listeners all think we rehearse every episode. Like, yeah, I know like, they do. I don't. They've all been in conversations with. But I actually did pick a topic this time, and I told you I don't know your stories. So the to- story is going to kind of tie on to last week's Halloween episode. That's how I arrived at this with the Queen but of Scream, which people love. They loved of, that fucking loved that episode. episode. Yeah, loved it. I don't know why we were like our great selves, but Lauren was like she was just okay, right? She was. I think they were like, oh, someone else we know. It's great to hear. Tired of these two schmucks. But so let's let's crack the beers before we get into the story because we got some good stories. And for those that are not viewing with their eyeballs, Dr. Alan Schneider is dressed up in his best date attire. He's got a button-up shirt and all the buttons are up. No chest hair hanging out. Well, I wanted to look nice for a little bit, but I can put a little chest hair out. There you go. There's the Alan I know. You said that this was going to be like a date night theme type of episode. So I decided to put on one of my go-to date shirts, which you helped me pick out. I don't know. I did. I forgot that. Yes. This shirt is one of my favorites because it's, well, Raven colors and I look great in it. And, you know, I'm a big Ravens fan and we can go from there. But basically, you know, years ago, I was like kind of online shopping and I sent you a picture of this shirt and you were like yeah that shirt's awesome so i'll get you laid not so much but <laughs> but i thought this would be good because this is kind of my own version of date night the the mustache is sold separately oh you're so witty you ain't you have like a you have a, like a mustache going on already well it's november so i, I understand if- but it's november 3rd so that's three days worth it is what it is sometimes i give myself a head start <laughs> oh i was gonna say i'm like you have the most t- testosterone in the entire world the beer I'm drinking tonight is a Collective Arts Brewing Company beer, which I, is that the one you just had last week? I think it's the same company, it yeah? Is, maybe, but Collective Arts is from Canada. And I know uh, that because it was on Amazing Race. <laughs> alrighty. I can tie everything into the Amazing Race. Okay, wait, you're watching Kenny, you've already stopped, you know, you finished Amazing Race America and now you're doing Amazing Race Canada. Canada, yes, and I'm... I'm already on season six. Is it any good? But it's so good. It makes the other series, like, it blows it away. Like, the other series is like, here's a mound of dirt. Dig for this thing. And in this one, it's like, go zipline. When you get to the end of the zipline, bungee jump. Once you get off the bungee jump, go swing, get in a rowboat. And then that your first challenge is done. It's unbelievable. When do they chug maple syrup? There's been very little maple syrup in it. Oh. Sadly, very little. Any but poutine? It makes me, is poutine? Um, I don't think so. Okay. From Quebec? No, I don't think so. It's Canadian. It's not just in Quebec. Do they play any hockey on the show? Yes, they do play hockey on the O. Hockey on the show? They do it? Because they are the French Canadians? 
Yeah, man. They did one in Quebec, and I didn't realize that like nobody there speaks English. No, I it's thought, like little France. No way. I thought everybody kind of spoke both. They're in these challenges, and like mm-hmm. nobody speaks English. And it's so a different I'm dialect too. There. It's not even the same same French, as from what I understand. Not gonna visit. They barely liked me in France. Alrighty. Well, my beer is called Life in the Clouds, double dry hopped IPA, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna post a picture on our Instagram, Booze Your Daddy, where it looks like this guy is floating, except he's being carried by a hand that hasn't been a wedgie, which is pretty kind of awesome. Yes, hasn't been a wedgie, and he even has a butt crack. Little butt crack. That's some can art for you. Tell me, uh, what are you drinking with? So I am drinking with myself, but as well as Paradox Brewery, pure Adirondack. I don't know if that's just like a slogan. It's called Paradox Pilsner, and it's got some leaves on it. It's like the trees. It's a Czech-style Pilsner. And it is from North Hudson, New York. Obviously, it has to be connected or somewhere near the Adirondacks. That's pure Adirondack is not a saying. I understand, but like they could have said like super Adirondack. Okay. I don't know. Where I grew up, there's the Adirondack. Those shits are very long. That's what she said. Yes. Leave me alone. All right, let's crack them. L'chaim. L'chaim. That's very good. It does not taste like pine trees, which is on there. So I'm happy about that. I'm going to let you know how I got to this topic. So the topic is going to be bad dates, like the worst person that you went on a date with, or like really horrible reasons you were given for being stood up. And by like bad dates, I don't mean like, oh, it didn't go well. It was like, oh man, she went up to got to the bathroom and took a bunch of pills and came back like really bad. So, I mean, that didn't happen to me. Halloween and funny story. So that time was when I was in my 20s, which when you're in your 20s, you can be dressed up for Halloween and it doesn't matter as long as you're a girl in your 20s. Thinking back to past Halloweens, and one of my favorite ones is that I went out to the bar dressed as a troll, but like not a sexy troll, whatever. Full on nude bodysuit. I made myself like a, like a diamond belly button. I had short hair and I, and I colored it green and I spiked it all up. Oh my God. I hope you asked everybody just to rub your belly all night. um, I probably did. I was like 26. So, or I hope you went to a bingo hall and just sat right next to an old person and just sat there the whole night. Like I'm your lucky charm. (laughs) (laughs) They love trolls. I did not do that. It just shows that no matter what a girl does, if you're in your twenties, you're getting guides. Not me. So really long story short, met a guy. He was dressed as a pimp, which should have been my first warning. Dressed as a pimp. A couple days later, we went out again for drinks. He lived down the block. He invited me over to watch a movie, which was literally we were going to watch a movie. No funny business. And then he said, fair warning, I live with my parents, which we're in our mid-20s. That's fine. I've met people that live in their parents. But it's usually kind of like a separate wing or like in a basement or something like that. (gasps) Did they have bunk beds? No, but that would have been amazing. We went in the house. I was like, I'm grabbing a beer opened his fridge who was like oh those are my dad's beers and i was like i don't care we went upstairs we got into his room and i went to the bathroom and i thought the door kind of like next door was i was like is that the bathroom right there and he's like no it's my parents room i'm like you guys share a wall what the fuck and he tried to kiss he tried to kiss me and i was like no No." i was like i gotta i gotta go i'm out like this is way too much live with your parents 
Now, did you owe him any money for the date because he was a pimp or no? I got all the free beers. Listen, it didn't. Oh, and the best part was we went on the third time and I found out he was somewhat unemployed. And what he did was drive his father's ice cream truck part time. You went out on another date with this person? I think it was 26. He'd buy me beers and like, that's it. I don't like not proper dates. We both lived by the same bar. So it was like, hey, you want to get a drink? Yeah, not official dates. I meet so many girls that give guys like five chances. And I remember being like, anytime I've ever been on a date and it's just like something awkward happens, there is never a second date. There is never like, oh, well, maybe he just accidentally sharted. And like, it happens sometimes, you know? (laughs) It happened. No, it was just, he was hot. I was 25. He lived around the corner. Why not? So that's how I got to this subject. I want to know if you had like a horrible date, went out with somebody horrible, um, got like stood up with the worst reason because I have my favorite dating story is when I got stood up in high school. But I'm going to let you go first because I have a feeling it's going to be super good. Um, I'll give you a quick one first Okay. that I remember wearing this shirt on. I got set up by one of my patients to go out with somebody one time and she was a couple years older than me and we sat down and she, I think I texted you this night because it went really poorly and we sat down and I was just being typical Alan. I was doing my thing and you know, it's like, so I'm like telling them about like my niece and my nephews. I'm having a good time. She excuses herself. It couldn't be more than 20 minutes in the date to the bathroom. She comes back and she goes, all right, I guess I didn't realize how young you were and what you were looking for, but I think you should go find somebody that you're going to have like a proper relationship with because that's kind of not what I was looking for tonight. I hope you have a great night. And if you could, I've already paid for our drinks and I'm just going to head out. I was oh like, man. And like, I just didn't get the memo that she was just kind of looking for a one night stand. Type of thing. I mean, yeah. but even so it was just very like, I, it was a patient set me up. And I'm always going to be like a nice, respectable person. And yeah. I'm just always going to be me. And she kind of was just like, Oh, you're a really nice person. That's not what I was looking for. First tonight. of all, why didn't the patient warn you? Like, do you want to go out with this chick? Like she doesn't want a relationship. Like, I knew she knew nothing. what she was doing. I didn't know oh. what I was doing. And at that point, it's just like, <laughs> wait, Yvette, no. No, Yvette, I love you. Actual, She's the one that got away, isn't she? Actual name. But the best bad date story that I've ever had actually happened to be the first date I ever had in New York City. And I had only been here for moments. I was playing summer softball on the team with the hounds, with the guys. And, you know, intramural sports apparently are a place that you meet people to hook up with. I play the sports because I like sports. Yes. <laughs> Have I ever dated somebody that I've met by playing sports? Yes. Countless times. But that's I've neither- never, in all the years that we played dodgeball, I've not gotten a single date out of it. I mean, not that I was like going full force, but it never happened. But Alan, sorry. Continue. That's okay. Sports. My first date was with a girl on another team, a softball team, and I am on 29th and 6th, and I barely know the city at all. This is back in the days when I was still using like Hop Stop to get from place to place because I... <laughs> I did not know where I was going, what I was doing. So 29th and 6th, I picked an Irish bar in Chelsea. This I can tell you what she looks like. I don't even remember what her name was. And she came down and she met me and we walk in and we sit down at a proper little booth and we order some drinks and we're talking and she is obsessively checking her phone just like nonstop. And finally, oh, I, said, I hate that. Keep in mind, this is like 2010 or so. So it's not even like Facebook and texting and things were just not the same yeah. back then. I was like, is everything okay? Like, are you waiting for a call? She goes, no, no, no. I just like to know if 
my phone like rings or vibrates, I said, well, you know, you can just leave it face up and just turn the sound on. Like, I'm totally chill if like if it's work or whatever. She goes, no, it's just that like my sister died a couple years ago and I didn't get the call right away. And I was like, oh, wow, this just got real serious. So it was just heavy. Nothing wrong with it. Just very heavy for like five minutes into knowing somebody. Yeah. the, The night goes on. We order food. We're sitting there and I can't even remember a whole lot what was said other than about 30 minutes in, I'm sitting there. I'm kind of like cutting my food. I think I got like chicken parm or something. Shocker. And obviously she just starts like, yeah, he's pretty nice. I mean, like he's cute. He tried. And I like, I think this could maybe something or like, we could be, we could be, he, we could be friends, right? We could definitely be friends. And I am sitting there like looking behind me, like, who the hell is she talking to right now? This is, there's no earbuds back then. And yeah. I, I look at her, I said, are you okay? She goes, sorry. Sometimes I just like think out loud. And I said, well, what are you thinking about? She goes, I think you're a really nice person, but like I met this guy and like, you know, things have been like kind of crazy. And we had a crazy night last night and I just don't know. <gasps> oh. Okay, you know, population one in crazy town. So I just was kind of like resigned to we're just going to finish this up and, you know, be nice, be cordial. Check comes, we pay, we go to how are you leaving? Wait, here? did you did you split? I think so at that okay. point. Okay, like in that instance, split splitting is I think, know. you know what I think happened? I think she said like, Oh, I have, I think she like threw a 20 on the table and I took it. I was like, sure. Like 20 did not cover half the check. Yeah. I kind of just was like, sure, whatever. Like I I wanted to get the heck out of there as soon as possible. So I go to leave. She says she's going to take a cab home and like, I'm always the gentleman, whether some people think it or not. I said, all right, I'll wait for you to get your cab. She hails a cab right on 23rd Street. You are, you're a gentleman. No problems getting a cab. It pulls up and I was like, oh, I remember her name. It's Morgan. Uh, Wow, I haven't thought about that in a while. Morgan. The if you're ca- listening, Morgan, you're a dick. The cab comes. All right, well, I hope you get home safely. And she looks at me and goes, my roommates are out of town. Like, if you want to come over for a little bit. And I just stood there and I went, I looked at her and I said, were you in that bar? Did you, were you not a part of that conversation? She goes, and she gives me this puppy dog. Dude, wait, like, did you say this to her? I said this out loud. Like, I couldn't believe she would even make that offer. And I, I berated her. I mean, it was probably a little aggressive. And she gave me puppy dog eyes of like, well, you know. And I went, you have a great night. And I remember walking oh, home. Oh, thank the Lord. Yeah, it was so weird. I walked home and I was like laughing the whole time. Being like, that was crazy. The end. It wasn't love. That's insane. And she probably misses you every single day. You know that because she asked that her craziness and her asking, like other guys have not stopped themselves from going to her place. Like she can act like an insane person and still be like, I don't know. Why would she, why would she want to? Plus she had this crazy thing the night before with this other guy. It sounds like crazy town. She's got something missing. And you know what? She missed out on the greatest person alive. Greatest seven minutes she ever would have had. Nine if I get a Gatorade break. Nine if I get some coconut water. Love coconut water. Ew, never. I know I don't like coconut water. Coconut water, if you're hungover, is better than Gatorade. So my favorite story is actually like one of my, probably my first like proper date in high school. I had a boyfriend. I was a freshman and he was a junior, which I was like, oh man, I'm killing it. But I think it was like, it was that kind of boyfriend. Oh, hey, in the halls and like sometimes write each other notes. And sometimes he would call my house. Like we could talk on the phone, but when it came into person, it was like, hey, like that's not a boyfriend. Like a head nod. Do you like me? Circle yes or no? Circle yes or no. It was, I mean, he was a junior, so he's more sophisticated. So I'm supposed to go on this triple date, triple date with two of my friends and their boyfriends. We go to this local restaurant in town. Everything's all set up. Now, given this is pretty much 
pre-cell phone, but like people had track phones. So like they still existed, but people weren't like calling each other. Nobody had their, anybody, uh, anybody's number, but like their mom. Um, and you had like 30 minutes a month. So we're at the restaurant, get there. We're waiting. My friends and their boyfriends are there. We're waiting, waiting. I'm so excited. It's my first date. We just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. And at a certain point, I'm like, guys, just just order. Like this is he's not showing up. Just order. And I was so curious because this was like a boyfriend, so it wasn't like a random whatever. I, I just didn't know what to do. So he never showed up. And I'm like, he could have called the restaurant, which I lived in a small town. So if he called the restaurant, like, wouldn't have been a huge deal. He can't call um, the restaurant if he's dead. Well, I didn't think he was dead. I would. I always think the worst of things. When my patients, like, miss their appointment, I give it about a day and then I text and go, hey, Mrs. Smith, just want to make sure everything's okay. And they go, oh, I forgot about I was like, oh, I definitely thought you were dead. No. And I didn't think he was dead. I think he just wasn't coming. So when I finally got home... I called him and was like, John, what the fuck? Which I didn't say that. I didn't curse until college. Like, what's happening? Wait, what? What? Some people lose other things in college. You lost your swear word? Uh, I didn't I didn't start cursing until college. Wow, that's fine. I wasn't great. even allowed to say shut up in my house. And look at me now. Look at me now, mom. Made yeah. it to the top. Yeah, skip um, Started at the bottom. Now we're here. And by here, I mean way up. So I get home. I call him. I'm like, like, what happened? Like, you embarrassed the shit out of me. He told me a story that could not be believed. So he told me his grandma lives with him. And he said his grandma is like, has Alzheimer's and is like really like out there. And he said, my grandma was having an episode and she lit the phone book on fire and threw it out the window. (laughs) What? (laughs) That is absurd, Stephanie. That's like that episode of Friends where, you know, somebody, what's it? Joey eats Phoebe's muffin. And he's like, yeah, did you just eat my, he's like, no, uh, this Uh, raccoon came through the window. Like, Don't don't eat that. That's Phoebe's muffin. That's absurd. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good part of it. Yeah. And I just was like, I, I didn't even know what to do with that because I was like, that's not, that's not even an excuse. Like, if you're going to go for an excuse, like, I wasn't feeling well, whatever. Why would you go for the deep dive of, I'm going to believe you less if you tell me your grandma lit the phone book on fire and wow. threw it out the window. Sorry, John. That's you're lost, name. Johnny boy. You're lost, Johnny boy. We may have dated a couple, a couple gone on a couple dates. Again, you gave older. him 18 more chances. <laughs> like, what the heck? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but that that's my that's my favorite, and that's not even my only. That's not even my only stand up. I got someone that was you know stuck on the GWB. They didn't live in Jersey. They didn't have a reason they were on the GWB. Meanwhile, they told me this two hours after they were already late. So, so that that's too much for me. You know, I've had this conversation enough when somebody is running late. Rule of thumb, you get 15 minutes. If you text within that 15 minutes, I'll give you another 15. But like a yeah. half hour, that's it. We out. No. no. I mean, I guess in New York, occasionally, like you're really stuck under a train. But like you also like when I'm stuck on a train, I will kind of like create a text. So the second I see their service, like, hey, been stuck on the train, whatever. Not John and not what is his name? Farhad. Farhad was his name. And yes, he was my cab driver. <laughs> wow. That, that's how I met him. He was my cab driver home after Dodgeball. So actually, Dodgeball did get me a date. So you've lied to all I've lied. I just, I've lied to Liz. Listen, I have 900 of those stories. It's called being a girl. 
I don't think I think girls are the problem. That is just my personal belief because I have always been. You're the problem. I think it's time to actually prove this via math that women are actually the issue. Okay. What part of what I said was my fault? Eh, I don't know. I'm just talking about my own experience. Now, Stephanie, we're going to do a little mathematical equation right now, okay? I have this written out for you, so I'm just going to show you, and you're just going to have to trust me, okay? So let's let's start first with some simple stuff. Would you agree that time is money? Yes. Okay. Would you agree that women equal time and money? Yeah. Good. So what we're going to do- Time is money. Money is pizza. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little math here, and we're going to transpose time- for money, and we will say that women equal money squared. So far, so good? Why is it squared? Well, because it was time equals money, and then women equal time times money. So it's you just sure. you put the time in. Would you agree that money is the root of all evil? No. Okay, well, it is, Trump. But anyway. He doesn't have any money, so... <laughs> What we're doing here is we have women equal money squared. We have money as the root or square root of all evil. You do a little substitution, bing, bang, boom, women are evil. You're welcome. That's not true. Some women are very nice, just like some men are very nice. For the most part, you guys are like just the worst. Our friends that are married are just lucky they found someone they that wasn't a horrible person or that are in relationships. I have not met them. Far hotted, John. Hope you're listening. Idiots. Do you know who's really horrible people? The most horrible people in this world? I mean, I can say a lot of answers. Our listeners aren't going to like it, but go for it. Anybody that's a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst people in the world. Why? I, Just because you hate Big Ben doesn't make them all horrible. James this- Connors, James Connors, amazing. All right, now I need to let you know something that I guess I haven't told you yet, but um, this the pregnant. Pa- well, Raven Steelers, this past week, I went to a tiny bar in central New Jersey called Hooters, and I watched football. <gasps> you son of a gun. Turns you, out- I can't, you know what? This is the last episode, folks. <laughs> turns out, it was a Steelers bar. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, most of Jersey is close to- No. Pennsylvania. Not in- really. It was Somerset. It was like a- Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway, it's a Steelers bar. I'm sitting there minding my business. I had a Raven sweatshirt on. I gave a couple like woohoos, but nothing obnoxious. I promise you I wasn't obnoxious. The things that stood out from this weekend, Lamar took off to run one time, and one of the families, it was a father with two kids, screams, get him, knock his helmet off. <laughs> did he just say that like what's wrong with this guy and then there was this other guy this older guy there who was sitting i don't know maybe like six feet from me and i was i promise you i was like not obnoxious in the least i was just eating my wings doing my thing and then you know the raven scored a touchdown i was like woo, yeah all right and then all the right. Steelers have a touchdown and he obnoxiously like leans over with this like like wanting to like kind of get in my oh, grill a little bit. To get to you. And I was just like, okay, like it's not that big of a deal. And as you know, you know, the Ravens did lose, but as the Ravens were driving down the field, one of the Steelers guys injured himself. Uh, I forget which guy it was. He's on the ground and Lamar runs up to the line and not like obnoxiously loud, but I went, hey, that's a that's an offsides, right? We He's laying in the, <laughs> on the 50. And we're up, I mean, am I crazy for what I said? That the yeah, Steelers- you're, you're right. I went, yeah, that's right. an offsides five yards. The guy turns around and goes, he goes, hey, buddy, fuck you. No, seriously, fuck you. And what I, the and I like, crap? You're not going to believe this, but so the Ravens are now driving. And here was my plan. The Ravens were going to score a touchdown. I was going to stand up and do a call, call. 
Cacaw. At which point, I was now hoping this guy, by the way, he couldn't have been any less than like 50, 55 years old. Wait, this is the guy with the kids or no? No, they got the kids that left by now. This is the guy with this long ponytail, had some stupid Bradshaw jersey on, and I thought he would then step to daddy. Yeah. I put my phone and wallet in my pocket and I had a beer stein with a handle on it. I had my hand on that. Stephanie, I swear to God, I was going to hit him in the face with if he came near me. (laughs) I was like, because I was, I was totally sober and I was not being in the least bit obnoxious. This guy was like, he was trying to pick a fight. Like he was, when anybody turns around, he goes, Hey, fuck you. Like, and it was so, and like, I'm there and like, Timmy and I just like roll our eyes like, Jesus, the hell's wrong with this guy? You know, like it was. So wait, what happened? Did the, did the Ravens score a touchdown after that? No, the Ravens didn't score a touchdown. They lost the game. He did like a victory. I'm aware of of that. Yeah, he did a couple of victory laps and I was just like, whatever. I mean, like, I'm not playing. I don't care that much, but it got really real. So men are bad. Women are bad, but we'll both agree for the sake of this conversation. Steelers fans. Men are the worst. Yeah. uh, Oh, Steelers fans. Yeah, yeah. Steelers Steelers fans are the worst. Yes. Stephanie, are you, yes. are you ready for trivia? I am. Do I need pen and paper? No, we're okay. just we're going through them. So in, right. the, in the theme of this episode, we're going to go ahead with kind of dating. And what do you hope when you meet somebody and you start dating? You're hoping that it progresses to a full-blown relationship and then yep. eventually to a marriage. Marriage, maybe. So our questions today are going to be related to marriage. Or, oh, good Lord. As they are barking say, up the wrong tree with that. As they say in Princess Bride, Mowage. All right, let's go. Question number one. Which month is the most popular for weddings? June. Correct answer is June. Woo! The goddess June. it's hot, but it's not too hot. The goddess June rules marriage and childbirth. In reality, it's probably the weather is infinitely better than most months. On the counter, the least popular month was January. Yeah, who the fuck wants to get married in January? I had a friend that got like married in like the end of November, and we were all like, what the fuck? They made us take pictures outside. The most unlucky month to get married in is May, apparently. The most divorces happened for people who got married in May. Really? I'll steer clear of May. Question number two. What is the largest wedding destination in the United States? If you think about it, you'll get it. The largest wedding destination, like where people do like a destination's like wedding or? The most weddings that happen in the United States. Hawaii. Hawaii is number two. Ooh. You're going to kick yourself. Uh, Can you give me the first letter? L. Louisiana? Las Vegas, Nevada. Ah, fuck. I'm going to kick myself. Oh, that's the worst. 110,000 weddings happen every year in Vegas. How did I not even think you're right? How did I not even? I, you know what? I was thinking I was thinking state, but I'm glad that I got Hawaii. I thought that that was kind of aggressive, no? What, me saying Hawaii? No, no, no. 110,000 weddings. Yeah, that's a lot. A that's lot. A, a, 110,000 people make mistakes. Not all. Only Brittany and Jason Alexander. Not uh, that yes. Jason. Yes, they're the only ones. Only ones ever made a mistake. Question number three. According to The Knot, what percentage of brides still wear the traditional diamond in their wedding ring, plus or minus 10%? How many have a diamond in their wedding ring? The traditional diamond in their wedding room, yeah. Plus or minus what percent? Tan. 72. Correct answer is 70%. Holy shit, I'm getting married. (laughs) I don't think that's what means this. (laughs) It's not? (laughs) Question number four. Honeymoon originally got its name for what honey fermented drink? Honey fermented drink. It's alcoholic. I love alcohol. I think you've had it before. I was going to say, not that honey Tennessee whiskey. 
I've had it before, I think. Most likely. Most people have had it. I mean, they sell it at all beer stores and stuff. And sometimes it's I mean, I, I know it's not Fireball. No, it starts with an M. <laughs> mm, um, moonshine? Mead. Oh, moonshine was a good answer. Moonshine <laughs> was aggressive for a honey. <laughs> so the couple drank mead because it was meant, the, the part of it is honey is yeah. fermented. That's where you get the term honey. And then yeah. moon is because the whole first month of the marriage isn't supposed to be, the mead is supposed to be an aphrodisiac for the whole first moon. So that's where the term oh. honeymoon comes Got from. Got it. Interesting. I didn't All know right. that. I thought that was very right. interesting. I tried to didn't make it either. an alcoholic drink. The last one, get ready. I still like moonshine better. I've never had it. You thought I was going to get mead? You could have. It was, it was yeah. gettable. I thought you were going to crush these four, so the last one's a little hard. Sorry. I crushed three. Well, I crushed two and kind of half one. All right, keep me with number five. Number five, the bridal veil originally got its purpose because it was supposed to protect the bride from what? Insects. Evil spirits. <laughs> I thought maybe there was a lot of mosquitoes. There used to be a lot of mosquitoes when marriage first happened. So they put a veil over their face. It's Evil spirits? How does it? Interesting. The ancient Greeks and Romans, that's how long ago that uh, the veil dates back to. I didn't. I mean, I was looking these questions up and I was learning a ton, including they're saying that men wearing wedding bands started in World War II, which I feel like there's no way. Not to mention people from other countries who weren't in World War II wear wedding bands. So you're saying before that, correct? That doesn't sound correct because it's not like World War II was 5,000 years ago. Well, for men though, not for women is what they're saying. They're saying men only would start wearing wedding bands to signify no. that they were. Yeah. The no. other interesting one was what culture began exchanging rings and it was Egyptians. I thought that was pretty interesting too. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But like I couldn't walk like an Egyptian. I couldn't test you on that. I thought that'd be a, just a little too ridiculous. That was ridiculous. This is a fun one. Actually, you know what? I I got closer more than I thought I was going to be. So I think I'm marriage material. I would agree with that definitely very much. And <laughs> anybody who's interested in marrying Stephanie, please check out our YouTube, Booze Your Daddy, and our Instagram. Make sure you're following yeah. us. Stephanie, Did any part? Did you pimp me out to the people that listen to this? First of all, most of the people that listen to this know me. So I'm sorry, but I'm not interested. <laughs> well, it's called plugging your podcast and yes. you're trying to get plugged. So I thought it was an easy segue. Oh, Alan, you're a dirty bird. Any last words, Boo? My last words are, I had a six-pack of Bud Light in preparation for tonight. I hope to not drink all of them. All right, peoples, make sure you download our episodes. Give us a good rating. Hit the subscribe. Daddy loves you. Boo loves you, too. Yeah. Boo out. We out.